tell me if either of these scenarios sounds familiar. You've done print before, but didn't really get anything out of it. Or it's just so darn expensive, it's hard to quantify a good return on investment. Or so-and-so is already the top agent in that farm and he's already dominating. There's no way I can compete. Truth is, anyone who's been doing this long enough knows that print is an invaluable part of your marketing strategy. And the investment you make in your print strategy is just the cost of doing business. Done right, print helps you build a visible brand. A good print strategy closes the trust gap that you have with homeowners and potential sellers in a farm. And that leads to more sales. But only if you do it consistently and strategically and with an eye for design. So to help me paint a picture of what an effective strategy looks like, I reached out to Adam Greer, 17-year veteran of the real estate industry and founder of AG Designs, Inc. Adam works with some of the top agents and teams in the industry, so he knows a lot more than a thing or two about helping you get more responses from your print strategy. I'm really excited to have him on the show to drop some knowledge bombs with you. But before we jump in, if you're a return listener or a new listener to the show and you get value out of this episode, do me a favor share the love, and pass this episode along to a friend by visiting ricardobueno.com forward slash share. Once again, that's ricardobueno.com forward slash share. Or feel free to tag us in your Instagram stories. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Weekly Boost. My name is Ricardo Bueno, and I'm a 10-year veteran of the real estate industry. And this podcast is dedicated to taking an honest look at the reality of marketing and growing your real estate business. My guess is you want to close more deals, whether it's working with buyers or sellers. But it's not as easy as some people, like bullshit marketers, would have you believe. I spend my day consulting with some of the best agents in the industry, which basically means I have a front row seat to the behind the scenes of world-class marketing campaigns and listing strategies, and I'm here to unveil some of those strategies and tactics with you. Listen in as I share what's good in real estate and the world of marketing. Let's go. All right. Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode. I'm super stoked today because in this episode, what we're going to talk about is I don't want people to overlook the value of print marketing when it comes to real estate. So it's all about building a visible brand. Everything that we do when you're building your business, it's about building a visible brand and print helps give you that visibility. Good design in print leads to higher trust and more sales. Good design on your website leads to higher trust and more sales. The content you put out bridges that knowledge gap or that trust gap that you have with a complete stranger that you met on the internet versus converting to, to a client. And the name of the game is all sheer persistence. So I thought who better to give us a masterclass on how to dominate on print, how to dominate with your brand than Adam Greer with AG Designs. Adam, you've worked with some of the top agents. You continue to work with a lot of the top agents. I know top producers all around here, Orange County. You've been doing this for a really long time. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do? Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm Adam Greer, AG Designs. I own AG Designs and Marketing. I've been in the industry for 18 years. I've owned the company myself for 13, and it's been a ride. It's been a, a <laughs> real crazy ride with all you guys. I started in 08 on my own, which, you know, that's the market was in a weird place at the time, but oh. 
right around subprime of, collapse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had a lot of loyal customers that we were working with from the previous company uh, that my cell phone started ringing as I was putting my resume out after that company went under. My cell phone started ringing and it, the people, the players that were going to stay in the game of real estate were, were, they were calling me left and right saying, Adam, wherever you go, we're going to go. So <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I said, you know, I think I have enough business here to get something started and, and never look back. I've been, been running it for 13 years now have rode the roller coaster with the way that the market goes and with where, where the industry goes and stuff. And it's been a lot of fun. I made a lot of mistakes. I made to always get right back up and, and fix things and stuff like that. And it's been good. Gro- growth and keep pushing forward, right? Absolutely. I, 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 I fly by the seat of my pants sometimes. <laughs> and, and I find myself that it gets me to where I break it. I, I stirred up so much business that it's like, oh, now what do I do? And I've broken that. So you know, I go and then I'm all about, all right, what went wrong? How do we fix that and, and move forward? I think we've all been there where yeah. there's not enough business coming in, but then there's so much business. You don't know how to handle it. Yeah. So wh- what have you learned from your work from when you first started to where you are today in terms of design and, and creating effective designs? Has the work gotten just easier for you? It has. Yeah, it's funny. I tell the story a lot. When I first started in the industry, it was with a small print company in Garden Grove. And the old owner, his his mother was a real estate agent. She worked mm-hmm. for first team at the time. And I remember going to meet her for the first time. We walked into the, one of the first team offices. And as we were going back to her office, we passed like seven different desks, other agents' yeah. desks. And I remember seeing like some of their marketing sitting on the tabletop. And it yeah. was all exactly the same. It was template based. <laughs> it was, they're working for the brokerage where most likely there was an in-house marketing department at the time and everybody was being put under that same umbrella so that the brand of the broker was really strong. Yeah. Agent was minuscule. And it was so funny because that's where we started. I built her a brand and it was custom. It was unique. And it was so personalized crazy to see when we started. Yeah. When we started putting out her marketing pieces, like her for sale signs, open house signs, postcards and stuff every one of her coworkers instantly like where are you getting this done <laughs> who did this for you that's and awesome we saw that company in four years go uh grow over 400 percent because that's everybody awesome. wanted that custom touch they wanted to go away from the template stuff right yeah and then so that we rode that wave for a long time right and and, and i rode the wave as soon as i started my company and now it's crazy to see We're, what are we like the 17 years later or whatever <laughs> And it's starting to go back to that a little bit. You've got your big box uh, brands and, and companies where they've hired really well really marketing good, uh, teams. in-house marketing teams yeah. and stuff like that. And the brand is, you know, strong, but still people want that custom touch here and there. Even if it is, here's this template and we're putting you on it. It's people want yeah. that custom touch. So I, I've always thought there's a lot of value in building a personal brand. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it makes you relatable, I think, to the consumer. And I can see areas maybe in some luxury markets where, you know, the value of the, the corporate brand is important sure, because you want to leverage that name, but there's definitely a lot of value in building your personal brand. Yep. So totally. I, I heard a story, I, I think where I heard about you. So correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm butchering this, but I was sitting with one of my sales reps and they did a, a sort of study. He was describing this study that somebody conducted where they made up a fake realtor name and a fake realtor company and they did print campaigns. So like a mailer a week to a specific farm for the first month. 
And then they throttled back like one postcard every other week or something. And then they later surveyed that community and they said, who do you think the top performing agent is in this neighborhood? And everyone selected the fake agent with the fake name and the fake company. Yeah. So it, it kind of close. Um, so what, <laughs> what it was, was we were, I came to a point in my career where we were preferred vendor in, I think it was eight different KW offices. Okay. And I was doing all kinds of printing for agents in there. And a lot of them were strong in farming, a lot, a lot yeah. of them were farming agents and stuff like that. So, cause I was spending so much time at KW, I started following a lot of Gary Keller's approaches and researching them mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And one that really stuck with me was that one. It was his, what he calls his eight by eight or the eight touch approach. Right. And the mentality behind it is that after somebody sees your name, your brand, whatever it is that you're putting out there to the public is when they'll trust and understand you. Right. And so I was like, why is that? I questioned it. I, <laughs> and I went to the drawing board. I, I, I did a bunch of research and I got crazy in to research on what, how the, how that affects the unconscious mind and, and right. research about the unconscious mind and stuff like that. But while I was doing my research, I came across this, this experiment that was done. It was done by a well-known uh, marketing firm that was around for a long time. I think they might still tamper in the industry, but it was Hobbs Herder. They wanted to test the eight by eight approach. So they picked the neighborhood of 500 homes got a guy's picture out of a magazine and built a real estate brand around it. The guy didn't even exist. They sent something out once a week for eight weeks. And then they went and interviewed as many homeowners as they could in that neighborhood and just said, who's the number one agent in your neighborhood and who would you trust today listing your home? No way. Over 75% of the people that they interviewed said that fake agent's name because they <laughs> saw his stuff in the mail. And this it's, it's mind boggling because the guy didn't exist. And right. other experiments where, they did the same thing with like plumbing, right? They drove oh, a plumbing wow. truck around a neighborhood, never did one plumbing job, but they wrapped a, a van. Yeah. And then they started asking like for referrals from people in that neighborhood <laughs> for a plumbing company. And they're like, oh, this one that's always in our neighborhood. And they started seeing it's And uh, wow. you'll hear it. You'll, it'll drive you nuts from this day <laughs> moving forward. Anytime you hear a radio commercial, listen to how many or count how many times they say the phone number in that commercial. It's oh, that's funny. Times. Or more because they say that the eight times is when somebody will unconsciously grab onto that. It's that repetition, so, that persistence. So, you know, with, with that being said, I, in my career, I had so many appointments with my clients who are farming agents, typically yeah. end of the year or beginning of the year saying, Hey, we want to plan our whole year out of marketing. And we'd go and we'd pick all the calendar dates that they want to, you know, put something out. And then it stopped there. It was, okay, what are we going to send out? You have to send me stuff, right? Yeah. And January, February, I'd get some content from them. I'd design it, print it, mail it. And then March, I'm going, hey, you know, where are you, Sam? <laughs> we need and, the and next like, piece. Dude, I have four listings. I'm so busy. I'll get back to you tomorrow. And I wouldn't hear from him for three months, four months. He'd get those listings sold. <laughs> and then he'd be calling me going, I messed up and I stopped. And By, <laughs> by then you've broken the chain. Exactly. The consistency goes away as we get busy. So I was inspired. I, I wrote, I, I basically took and, and wrote my own eight touch approach. I wrote all the content. I made it timeless. I made it pretty generic to where I could sell it to an agent who is just getting in the game, doesn't have any, you know, inventory or, or past sales or anything. Or I could sell it to a farming agent that just wanted the completely turnkey, set it and forget it program. And honestly, like, it, it, it was kind of a hard sale um, at first because we're asking agents 
who a lot of them are in between commission checks or just yep. starting in the game. We're asking them for their to make next a commitment. Yeah. Their next four months of marketing. Right. Um, right. And, and I'm making them pay for this up front because that's what sets all of, all of us up for success is we pre-design it. We pre-print it. We line it up in our office like ammunition and a date, you know, comes up in the calendar and my driver takes it to the post office. It's, that's this. That's where the success in that came from is pre-doing all of it and then just making it exactly that. No matter how busy they get, yeah. I get in that sense, it's done. You're removing the error or you're removing execution from it. It's already done from you for the beginning. Exactly. Done for you from the beginning. Yep. So this maybe brings up a good point. What are what do you think are some common misconceptions that you think realtors have about print? Some of the things that I hear often is it's too expensive, but does it really work? And I don't want to spend this much money if I'm not going to get a return. For me, it's I hear realtors say they don't want to do it because another agent already dominates that farm. And the list just goes on and on and on and on. Sure. They're, but it, they're all excuses. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's it's all excuses, and 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 I I found that a lot of agents kind of get in their own way. They're not leveraging their sales. No, we get in our own heads. And and so you can you can look at it like that. It's too expensive. It's too time consuming. Whatever it is, right? But people, I m more commonly, it's mm -hmm. the other side. It's hey, I've already done this, and and I've mailed in there a couple times, and I haven't had success. You know, and that's a common misconception in that is to where they think that they're going to send one mailer and they're going to get 500 calls because yeah. right? they're sending it to a thousand homes. It's not right you're, with mail and, and with any marketing, that's not the, the reality, right? It's, right. It's repetition. We're talking about consistency and that's what breeds the success. It's constantly staying in front uh, of your audience. And what that does is, it's not like people are keeping these postcards that we're mailing, right? They're not yeah, right. holding on to them, hanging them on the fridge, you know, unless it's like a, a good calendar notepad or something like that. Right. You get two seconds, they say, right? You, you, they grab it out of the mailbox and they go and they throw it in their trash, right? If yeah. they are remembering one thing, the name, the face, the color scheme, the logo, whatever it may be on that piece, that's what's important because unconsciously, now you're building a relationship with They're making them. an association you, with that. Exactly. And it could say whatever you want that postcard to say, right? <laughs> it could say, I'm the worst agent in Seal Beach, right? I, I don't like selling houses, but let me sell yours. And what people do is because you're constantly staying in front of them, yeah. the perception is, oh my God, this agent is selling everything in my neighborhood. I think I keep getting postcards like once a week from them. Wow. Right? It's con it's just constantly dripping and staying in front of them. And if you're if you're in the mailbox and hopefully you're you got a couple signs in the neighborhood, you're online, you're doing digital stuff, paid ads and stuff like that geographically to that neighborhood, it just puts you in that place to where you're the go to agent, right? Yeah. No, and if you're doing paid ads, I mean the same is true for paid ads. You have to do them consistently for three to six months to really start to see a return on investment. Yep. We, we tell people don't expect results in the first 30 days. It's not run an ad and a commission comes out and it's not send a postcard and you get a commission check back. Yep. It's that consistency that, like you said, breeds success. I've had clients come to me with a farm of 3,000 homes and, and yeah. oh, I want to mail to this once a quarter or something like that. And they, they may get a couple calls out of that. Most of the time it's, hey, take me off the mailing list. <laughs> the ones that you try to push back when they say they want to do just one mailer. Yes. And, and it's, it, I think it's built into the DNA that they want to do one mailer 
and they want to put a whole life story on it. They want to put every listing they have ever sold. They want to make sure that there's 10 different call to actions on there. All their like awards that they've won and stuff like that. It's really, what I like to do is I like to look at it on the smaller scale. Yeah. And if it's three just solds, break that up. Do three different postcards that say just sold because you're going to get way better results out of that than you are just in and one out that says three. Because remember, it's two seconds. They're not even reading into what houses you sold. They're not going to go Google them or anything like that. It's simply they're seeing the results or the success that's in front of them, and then they're throwing it in the trash. So Unconsciously, the go ahead. So I was going to say the content might be different, but you want some consistency in the design, the name, and everything else, right? Absolutely. Yeah, That the postcards that we do on a, like a frequent basis, uh, basis for our farming clients is – they're exactly the same. Hmm. Nothing changes except for the photo of the property and the just sold. And, and to be honest, one of the tricks that we play to make an agent look very successful when they're farming and it's a new farm area is we'll take one sale, right? Yeah. They have one past sale that was from November of last year. I'll take that one sale and turn that into four or five different postcards that say just sold. I'm not disclosing the address on it. I'm yeah. saying just sold in, let's say, Costa Mesa, right? Yeah. Uh, and this piece, it shows a picture of the living room. And I, I, I name off a couple of features about it. Just sold over asking multiple offers, right? Right. Piece, now it's a picture of the kitchen. And it says just <laughs> sold in Costa Mesa. The next piece, it's just sold in Costa Mesa. Now it's a picture of the pool. The perception, though, is that now when we send that out four different times, the perception when the end user is getting that in the mail. Right. Is, oh, my God. They sold four houses in the last four weeks. It's amazing. And it's not necessarily really right. the reality, but that's the, the picture that we're painting and, and it enables us to keep something going and constantly. Oh no, that that's incredibly valuable. That's that's super insightful. Thank you. Yeah. We have a lot of agents who, you know, I want to do more marketing, but I don't have any active listing inventory and I haven't sold thirty homes yet. Sure. So so that's a very, very effective and very valuable strategy. What's the biggest surprise that you've had since the last few months or the last year dealing with the pandemic? Like we've seen in other areas of our business, agents are using more VAs. Are agents doing more print, less print? Has the strategy changed at all or is it all more of the same? One of the keys to my success is that we're pretty versatile. When pandemic came, I was freaked out. I put a bunch of things in place and was getting ready for closing the doors for a little while. <laughs> we we had just moved into a new office here in, Co in, in Costa Mesa. We were getting ready to decorate. I had all the wallpaper and everything. Oh, wow. and, then, and then it was like, you guys, you can't go to work. And oh, wow. I don't know. So we were working from home, but we adapted. The biggest surprise was that 2020 was my best year in, in, in my career. <laughs> After, after everything awesome. said and done, it was the first two weeks of it where I think a lot of people were scared, didn't know what was what. Printing went away. Right? There was yeah. two weeks where I didn't do one design. I didn't send one thing into production. Everybody put the brakes on, and, and I was pretty freaked out. Right. But what I saw was I spent two weeks just booking photo shoots and Matterports and oh, wow. yeah. aerial shoots. and we were so busy with that stuff and I, I got really lucky too. Matterport was something that I, it's one of the technologies that's been around for a long time. It was really yeah. expensive when it first came out and I didn't pull the trigger. I actually, I, I got a request for it every now and then and I would just outsource it. Yeah. And January, middle of January, I think it was, I, I had a meeting with uh, one of my <laughs> photographers on my team 
And I said, hey, we're Let's finally going to pull the trigger on Matterport. I'm getting the camera. I'm going to teach you how to use it. And we did it. We pulled the trigger on it. <laughs> and then that's what carried me through. It was a godsend. So Talk about right timing, huh? Yeah, for reals. That's awesome. So yeah, um, that would be the biggest surprise through pandemic was just that. We ended up flourishing and, and doing really well through it. After that two weeks, agents started, all right, well, we're, we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to just stop. <laughs> you know, they needed to make their paycheck too. So yeah. we, everybody, you know, so happy to see some of the agents in the game, you know, that they were making this transition. They were adapting. They were putting the Matterport yeah. websites up and stuff like that. It was just so cool to see how everybody kind of made it work, you know? Consumers still want to see properties and they want to do it maybe safely. They want to access the information online. They want to access high quality information. Yep. So Matterports, 3D virtual tours, all of that. If Let me put you in the hot seat for a second. Let's say I'm a realtor and I have a $3,000 budget. How would you spend it and why? If I'm an agent, I got a $3,000 budget. There's two ways I'm spending that money. One is I'm going to go in educated. First of all, a lot of, a lot of agents, they just want to most of the time market to their like neighborhood they live in. Right. Yeah. I hate seeing another agent uh, <laughs> sign up across the street from them. Stuff I, like I live that. there. I should be dominating there. Exactly. So one thing that I would do is I would educate myself in the area that I want to work in my personal case. I work with a couple uh, title reps very close to where they can help us pull the data and make sure that we're aiming at an area that has better turnover than another. Right. And I'm going to farm. I'm going to do an eight-touch approach because I want to get well-known in there, right? And then secondly, I'm leveraging activity. And what I mean by that is I'm leveraging every piece of success that I have, whether it's I'm on the buy side or I'm on the sales side or I'm on a team and they have sales in the area. There's statistics that OCAR has pulled. And it's when a home goes up for sale, there's... In, a, in the next 90 days, there's uh, seven more, more in a 250 home radius that are going to wow. likely go on, on the market. So when I when I say leverage sales, it's a numbers game, right? I'm going to put out a just sold, whether I represent right. a buyer or seller, or it's just a team sell, right? And I'm going to I'm gonna tell these, inform these homeowners that there was a sale in their neighborhood, right? A great tool for that is the Every Door Direct Mail uh, EDDM yeah. campaign. Typically, you see those routes are around 500 homes. So now, guess what? I'm opening myself up at, at the exact right time to possibly 14 deals, right? Yep. And we had some friends just sell their condo for that reason. They lived in a little condo community, weren't even on the fence about selling. They were happy where <laughs> they are. They just got done decorating and stuff like that. They got a postcard in the mail. This was in Brea that said, just sold in your complex and it was over asking i think it was you know thirty five thousand dollars over and and oh wow said well and they had an agent right they said if this agent can get the same amount for my house i'm going to sell my house at this. <laughs> no and way they, they did exactly that it's a <laughs> it's a numbers game it's right place right time and and it's just informing the the neighborhood of the success so we see that turn into another deal so many times really um, so if I have 3000 that's how I'm spending my money. I'm, I'm farming a neighborhood, consistent drops, and then I'm, I'm leveraging every piece of success and doing and a mailer. Probably operation. doing geo calls for that neighborhood as well, right? Geo calls, I'm door knocking it. Yep. I was going to ask you, what is the call to action typically on a piece like that? Um, 
The call to action would be something about over asking multiple offers. We're seeing that so much in the market right now. If it's not, it's as simple as just sold your neighbor's house. If you have any interest in selling, I can do the same for you, right? Or how much money would it take for me to, for you to list with, with me, right? How much money could I put on your doorstep, right? Yeah. So some something along those lines. It's, again, it's doesn't really matter. It could. <laughs> it's just being in the mailbox at the right place, right time, saying just sold in your neighborhood, right? That's what's important. And you could easily get in your in the way of yourself and overthink and hundred weeks to do it, and then some <laughs> other agent does it in in placing you, and then they're scooping up those listings, right? And you're like, damn, why didn't I listen to Adam and Ricardo earlier? <laughs> Awesome. So I am curious, Adam, how do you continue to learn and sort of stay on top of what you do? I go on 40 appointments a month and do about a dozen webinars for realtors. And so I work with a lot of top producers in in sort of different areas. I feel like I'm able to crowdsource my knowledge because I'm learning and applying what different people are implementing out there. Is it kind of the same for you? How do you stay on top of what you do and how do you continue to learn and get better? Yeah, absolutely. It's so it's very, very similar for me. We're in this every single day. I'm real close relationship with a lot of my clients. I, I love getting the call from my clients saying, I got a new listing out of this one. <laughs> but what it does is it, it it shows me what works, what's not working, what you know, where other people need to be, right? I'm yep. also a huge like technology nerd. So <laughs> like I know about a lot of the technologies and stuff before they even come out and I'm always thinking, oh, how can I am, uh, apply that to my company? And, and like when, when drones first got popular, yeah. I think I was the first one in Orange County that was taking pictures of, of houses with, with my drone. QR codes, that was another one. You know, I started, I, I did a commercial a long time ago. It had my videographer film a little commercial where a couple pulls up in front of a house and scans the QR code <laughs> on a sign. And, and it was so, so mind boggling that you can get all the information on the house just by scanning it. So sold a bunch of those riders with the QR codes on it. It's always been something that I think has helped with growing the company and stuff like that is, is being like ahead of the technology curve and finding out and identifying how I can uh, apply that to the real estate industry. Also, it's my drive for quality, right? That's the, been the biggest thing for my growth and, it's put me in a place in the industry where I've been able to say no, finally. That's I'm not awesome. your overnight, guys. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to do this right. I'm going to get you results. When you put that sign up in front of the house, it's going to be the absolute best quality sign that's right. nice and polished. It's got the flat black grommets on it. You know, It's something that I pride myself on because my belief system is that everything that you put out is your resume as an agent, right? So you're an agent and you're marketing to a home or to a neighborhood. And if you're passing out a black and white copy paper flyer, yeah, it's a touch, but that's your resume. That's you saying, Hey, Mr. Homeowner, this is, this is what I'm going to use to sell your house. Nobody wants that anymore. They want the quality. This is everything you put out should be that. So that's really another driving force in staying, you know, growing. Right. (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. I never thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right. Everything you put out is, in fact, a resume. Absolutely. Adam, where can we learn more about you, what you do? Yeah, my website is agdesignsinc.com. 
my Instagram is we're at AG Designs Inc. It's a great place to go see all of our work that we're doing on a daily. Awesome portfolio, um, by the way. Oh yeah, thank you. Phone number seven one four nine zero zero three six zero five. All my email and everything can be pulled up on my website. You can download my price list on our website, as well as you can book all your photo shoots and stuff like that straight from our website if you're in a listing presentation sitting with your client at eight o'clock at night you go right on my website and book your shoots awesome yeah thank you man i appreciate you dropping some knowledge super valuable right on catch you soon all right man